Hey guys, welcome to the After Church Podcast, where we take what we hear on Sunday and apply it to our lives on Monday. Uh, today we're going to be jumping into the second of our uh, Romans series, a second uh, episode of our Roman series. We're going to be talking about Romans 1, 16 through 17, and what it is to be ashamed of the gospel and what is the righteousness of God, some more of those things. So definitely want you to stick around for that. Today going to be joined by Kurt Petersheim, the campus pastor at the East Campus, and Stephanie Akiyama, the campus director at our South Campus. And we are going to have a good time, and we're going to get real in some of these reflection questions. All right, so stick around, and we're going to get into the podcast. What's up, Stephanie? Hey, uh, Kurt. Are we, are we filming right now? We are, this is our awkward it's intro. It's been a week since I've seen y'all. <laughs> I know. Right here on this podcast. A uh, week. Yeah. Did you guys get all of the things you were going to do last, from last week's uh, episode? Did you get everything taken in care this, of? Yeah. In this entire seven days that it's been between right. seeing you. Yes. yes. Yep. Because it's yes. not at all yep. yesterday nope. in which we did the <laughs> same thing. Absolutely not. Um, well, we're in, we're in Romans now. Like, we're actually right. in the book. Yeah. The we're letter. In the book. We're in the book. Last week. We, we were, in, were the in the book. That's right. We did the... We're a little bit more in the nitty-gritty today. That's exactly yes. what we're doing. Last week was more overview, overview-ish. And you might think that in a podcast such as this, after church, that we would be breaking down 20, 30 verses, maybe? <laughs> breaking down. Wiki, wiki, wiki. Yeah. Like, yes. like Lecrae and Unashamed. <laughs> Don't. From the 116. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I heard you say all those words and letters uh, right. earlier. Numbers, but we are in Romans 1, 16 and 17 today, right? Just those yes. two. Yes, two verses. Um, For the most part, yes. So if you're if you're watching this and you're thinking, okay, they're going to take two verses at a time, how long will they, it take them? <laughs> Wait till next week. 18 <laughs> years to go chapters. through. Yeah. 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 No, just, just the, these two verses are so important mm-hmm. that we felt like we, got to, we had to pull these out. Uh, even in the preaching team, we were talking about you know, how to break this message, this yeah. series of Romans that were like 16 and 17, they need to stand alone. Right. And why? Why are these verses so important? <laughs> what did, what's the big deal? They're the well, thesis statement. Yeah, it's kind of the thesis of the whole book here. Yeah. Um, unashamed of the gospel is the power of God for salvation. So, I mean, really the whole book of Romans sort of opens up what that means and how that looks, yeah. that the gospel is the power of God for salvation. And there's a lot to unpack there. There mm. is. So. Yeah. So this is this is a meaningful verse to you as well. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's got some power because he's talking about how this gospel, this story, mm-hmm. uh, comes with power. It's not. It's not just any story. When the angels declared um, that they've got good news to for all the people, it wasn't just like, "Hey, you get a raise." Oh. Or it wasn't like, oh, your team won the big fancy championship thing. Like, like, big fancy championship. <laughs> that is big news. <laughs> okay, but. okay. But like, this is news. Yeah. This good news, this gospel that changes things. Mm. Yeah. So powerful. it has power. It has power. It changes things. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is this gospel? <laughs> like, you know, we, we hinted at it last week and maybe yeah. we gave a brief definition, but um, I heard, uh, uh, I think he's a Scottish. Uh, pastor Alistair Begg, mm-hmm. that Scottish guy. Yeah. And uh, I can't quite do the accent, but he Don't was trying. No, try. I won't even try, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> brave hot. But he was he was saying um the gospel, we we warn people who don't accept it. Oh, you better accept the gospel. You know, and then he goes, and we implore people to accept it. Well, you really need the gospel. 
but we sometimes forget to tell them what it is. Like, what is it that is <laughs> right, so yeah. meaningful and necessary and powerful and impactful? So what what is it? What is this gospel? Well, in the general term, right, and we talked a little bit about this on, on the last episode, just it, the good news, euangelion, right. would be the word, and, and this was a Roman idea that they knew of gospel good news that the, that the, the, the emperor would send out based on... We won a victory, or right. I had a child, or whatever. Um, Paul calls this the gospel of God. Really, throughout chapter one up until this section, we got the gospel of God. We got the gospel of His Son Jesus. Um, and right here, so he says, "I'm unashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation." And he kind of gives a definition, and this is a, a short definition that you could say in 17. For in the gospel, a righteousness from God is revealed. Right. So the gospel is the story of how God's righteousness, or uh, a, a way to be made right with Him. Right. is revealed. How, how does this happen? How does this look? What does it mean, right, to be able to have a right relationship with God? So maybe if you want to give it a short definition from right here, it would just simply be the gospel is the story of how we can become right with God. Okay. Um, so there's through, a problem. Yeah, there yeah. needs sure. to be solved. So, right. And that is we, we aren't reconciled to God, right? right? We're not righteous as He is. We don't have the righteousness of God. Yeah. And we need that in order to live forever with Him, or even to be in His presence. I yeah. suppose. Um, so, so what do you 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 want to stab at it too? Do you have anything? You want to go to Scripture somewhere to to find it? I mean, I think um, one one of the things that I love in understanding that the gospel is a story. Mm-hmm. Um, we're created for story. Story moves us, mm-hmm. like in, in mm-hmm. any kind of story, a movie. But the gospel is the story. Anything good in a story, any kind of redemption, any kind of new life, any of that echoes back, harkens back to the story, Mm -hmm. which started before the foundations of the earth, right? God's plan to come, this perfect plan for Jesus to come and to give his life as a ransom for ours. Mm -hmm. And so I think that uh, it's so cool that God has created us to be moved by story because people would say, oh, the gospel is just a story, like a nursery rhyme, Mm -hmm. like... But no, it is the story, and it goes forth in power. Just like this word is not like any other word. Mm-hmm. It has power. Mm-hmm. No other pinned word has power like this has power. It's alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's sharp. Same thing with the gospel. Like, it is a story, yep. but it's a story with some punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you brought that out, too, just that we are beings that were created to kind of think and relate through stories, right? right. I mean, since... The dawn of man that God created us to love stories, storytelling, and yeah. being. I mean, you can look at our ancestors back in whenever, where probably they're just sitting around, you know, the house or the campfire and telling stories of right. years gone by and how how we got where we are and where this stuff came from. But even the themes of stories that we see now today, right? You watch movies. How many movies are there about? Some sort of chosen one right. who comes to help rescue a people, whether it's Star Wars oh, or Lord of the Rings series. or yes. Harry Potter, <laughs> Matrix, the Matrix. Yes. It's yes. all the same ideas right. that they're. I mean, honestly, they're they're stealing from the story, which echoes right. Back. That's and, exactly and, right. And, yes, and it should be that way because we're created with this in us to know that there's something beautiful about redemption and yes. you know this. This idea of sacrifice, even somebody mm-hmm. that would sacrifice for others, right. things like that. We're created um, to be changed by that. Yeah. Because that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And so God created us to be moved and changed yeah. by story, which I think is yeah. awesome. Well, Paul, the author of Romans, uh, wrote another letter to the Corinthians. Mm-hmm. And in 2 Corinthians 5 uh, 21, this is kind of one of those 
verses that we we look at and go, maybe it's a uh, early creed, or maybe it's like just an encapsulation mm-hmm. of what the gospel is when we say the gospel, the good right. news. Yep. And, and I'll just read it here. It says, for our sake, for our sake, um, those who are in sin, right, mm-hmm. born into sin, for our sake, he, God, made him, Christ, to be sin, who knew no sin, mm-hmm. so that in him, in Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. Yep. The righteousness of God, yeah. the same phrase we hear yeah. in the, our verses in 16 and 17, and all through, really, the beginning part of Romans. And you could say Romans 3.22. Here's another verse that yeah. is the gospel. Mm-hmm. The righteousness from God, there's that phrase again, mm-hmm. comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. Mm-hmm. There's no difference. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. there it is, right? That's the yep. message of the gospel. That yeah. We're dead in sin. Uh, Ephesians 2, 1 through 10 is another passage that's just, it's the gospel. Mm-hmm. We're dead in sin, made yes. alive through faith in Jesus Christ. And I love this one from Romans 8, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> For God has done what the law, weakened mm-hmm. by the flesh, could not do. Mm-hmm. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemns sin in the flesh in order that, I love this, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in yes. us, yeah. who walk not according to the flesh, but mm. according to the Spirit. Mm. So we're made right with God. Yes. Not condemned in sin, but yes. made right through with Him son. through faith in Jesus. Yep. Through faith in Jesus, yes. through uh, belief in what He has done. These are words we're going to see come up mm. over and over in Romans. Believe, faith, yep. uh, the Greek word pistis, and yep. and maybe we'll... Even look like so. Let's just talk about this passage itself. Yeah. Um, I guess some of you, you guys are biblical scholars. I know you've <laughs> dug into this stuff before. He says, "I'm not ashamed." What What does he mean when he says he's not ashamed? Like we hear that and immediately probably have a connotation of what ashamed means. You know, like um, uh, I have an EBT card and. I'm ashamed to kind of use it sometimes at the grocery store. You know, it's like, <laughs> right. oh, I don't know anybody to know, you know, yeah. but yeah. that's another long story of why I have one. But anyway, that's like, that's the kind of, is that the same kind of ashamed we're, we're here, here or, or? Well, really, you know, it's an, it's sort of an undeterred, right? I'm, I'm, I'm undeterred from acting upon this belief and this, right. this thing that I'm talking about with, for Paul here being the gospel, right? Like mm-hmm. he's, that he's undeterred from living a life that would be in line with this gospel. And Paul, of all people, um, writing this with real authority and power, as one as an apostle, but really as a man who we see through the book of Acts and through his other stories and in the epistles that we read from him, the suffering that he went through, the ridicule that he would have faced, um, public uh, scrutiny both from his fellow Jewish people and the Greeks that he was going to. Yeah. Um, Not only that, but arrests, arrests being arrested, and beatings being, and trials yeah, and yeah. imprisonments and yeah. I mean, just um, for him to say such a phrase, I am, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that holds weight. You know right. what I mean? It holds real weight, especially coming from a guy like him, mm-hmm. right? You know, that has really had to flesh that out and bear that yes. as witness. And I'm sure that at that time, and we know historically, there were so many people who said that they were the Messiah, right? So many people that yeah. claimed, like, it's me, guys. And so people would put all their eggs in that basket, yeah, only to be disappointed, mm-hmm. only to be ashamed, right? And so it's like misplaced loyalty mm-hmm. can cause great shame. Mm-hmm. We hate to be ashamed. Like, we will mm-hmm. do anything to avoid embarrassment, right? right. Yeah. And so Paul is saying, I promise you can put all your eggs in this basket. 
He will not disappoint. Your loyalties are not um, put in the wrong place if you put all of it mm-hmm. in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love that because we are so cognizant. We are so um, sensitive to, am I going to be embarrassed? Like, we don't mm-hmm. even want to text someone something. We're rereading it 400 times to go, oh, did I, did I say anything that's <laughs> yeah. weird? Or we don't want to post anything. We don't want to be wrong. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And so to not be ashamed is something huge Yeah. Um, in our in our culture, mm-hmm. in all the cultures, but, yeah. but Particularly, it applies today. Yeah, but particularly first century Rome, where it's a shame culture, right? That exactly. whole culture is a shame culture. And mm-hmm. um it's it's a rhetorical. This is something I learned in seminary. So, uh, yay! Watch this. Watch watch me, watch me do this. Let's learn something. Um, it's a rhetorical device he uses there uh, when he says, "For I am not ashamed." And so mm-hmm. he's using the negative to to uh, draw out the positive. He could easily have said, um, "I am proud. I am proud yeah. and right. proud of the gospel." And instead, it's like you know, man, this sandwich is not bad. You're really saying it's really good. You know, yeah. The sandwich is not bad. So he's like, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel." Yeah. He's really saying, "Man, I'm proud of mm-hmm. the gospel." Yes. Yeah. Proud of it, the power that it has, yep. you know, to, right. to do what it does. Yeah. Anyway, that's cool. I, I couldn't help, and I, I went to look back, um, and so I don't know if this is even accurate. Okay, I didn't learn this in seminary, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was remembering, uh, and I, it's in Mark, is where I found it, mm-hmm. Jesus teaching in Mark, uh, Mark 8. Um, let me see if I can, I don't have my thing here, but when he's teaching, you know, he, he talks about... Um, to, to some deci- he's talking to the disciples or some people who are wanting to be disciples, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he tells them, um, he talks about his death. You know, if, if you're going to do this, you're gonna, if you're going to follow me, then you're going to go undergo great suffering, be rejected, you know, by the elders, the chief priests, the Jewish people, yeah. you know, so that's 31, 32. He tells, uh, you know, Peter's like, no, you'll never, you know, we'll never, you, nothing bad's going to happen to you. And he says, right. get behind me, Satan. Right. You know, Jesus says that to Peter. And then in 34 is where he, he then turns, he calls the crowd with the disciples and he says to them, if anyone wants to become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel mm-hmm. will save it. They'll save their lives. And for, for what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their soul or forfeit their life? Indeed, and here's the part that stuck out to me. What can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words or of my gospel in this adulterous and sinful generation of them, the son of man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father. Mm. It's like so much wrapped up right there. But he says, one day there's going to be a judgment where the just judge will only take those who are justified, Right. right? Who are made right. Right. And he says, but... If you're ashamed of me and of my gospel now, then I'm going to be ashamed yeah. of you then. I wonder if Paul is, you know, connecting that thought when he gets to this. Mm-hmm. Here's who he is. Right. I'm a slave for right. Christ, and I'm telling you right now, I'm not ashamed. I'm not right. going to be one of those. <laughs> right. When he comes back, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. He he doesn't know who I am, or he's ashamed of yeah. me. That's awesome. Yeah, whether or not that was specifically on his mind, I guess we can't know, right? But certainly, um, in the in the sovereignty of God and through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, to be able to write such a such a way of saying that, right? I'm unashamed, and being such a direct connection to what Jesus said about, mm-hmm. I mean, that is to be truly 
and you use the word, the, well, the pistis word that's throughout the New Testament of faith, belief, trust, right? It's a mm-hmm. word of, like, I am putting, you said eggs in the basket, right? right? Like, I'm putting my eggs in that basket. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm trusting in. I'm right. putting it all on, the, like, we are sitting in these chairs, right. believing they will hold us up. <laughs> right. And I'm not, I'm not I, there's nothing I'm doing to support myself, but that's it, right? And so just leaning on Jesus to that degree, mm-hmm. like, whereas I could kind of, like, lean on this chair a little right. bit like this, and and if I didn't yeah. really... Yeah. But I think that's what Paul's getting at. Like, I'm not, I know there's nothing else to hold on to. Right. And I have I have put my eggs in this basket yeah. to the point that I'm even willing to suffer and die for it. Exactly. And he does, right? Mm-hmm. And all the apostles right. do, really. Mm-hmm. So, man, that level of unashamedness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is something, I think, to be, man, to pray for and strive for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I was reading just in 2022, I told you all earlier that 5,898 people were martyred for their faith uh, just last year yeah. for their faith and uh, for not being ashamed of the gospel. Mm-hmm. That is um, not an ancient right. It's, statistic. It didn't, right, that's exactly that right. It was last year. Mm-hmm. And that's just Crazy. the ones we know of, right? They're exactly. 6,000. For the history of the church, that's been, right? I mean, yeah. martyrs after martyrs after martyrs of right. people that paid the ultimate right, right to, Who to were, believe in Jesus. In a worldly sense, yeah. shamed. Mm-hmm. Right, Jesus on the cross. And that's a great point, yeah. I mean, just in a world How shameful shame, it looks to the world, yeah. That's exactly right. But but we we can't be ashamed because we think eternal. Mm-hmm. I love, I, I pulled yeah. out some of these verses that I love. Um, Isaiah 28, Therefore thus says the Lord God, Behold, I'm laying in Zion a stone, uh, a costly cornerstone for the foundation firmly placed. He belie- who believes in it will not be ashamed. Yeah. Uh, Romans Anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. Now, we could have looked at the martyrs and gone, yeah, mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. Like, they're stripped naked. They're burned at the stake. They're mm-hmm. whatever. But Isaiah, sawn in half for heaven's sakes. It looks like they're being put to shame. Mm-hmm. But God says, no, 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 <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. You think eternally. Mm-hmm. They will never be put in shame, to shame, mm-hmm. which is awesome to me. Yeah, and, and what he's ashamed, it, it's, what, what is he not ashamed of? It is the gospel. It's the, the truth. things we just talked about a yes. minute ago. This this thing that is also has I mean not also but is has the power of God for salvation. And who is that for? Who is the salvation everyone for? Believes. To for everyone who believes. Everyone who believes. Yeah. And, and mine says for everyone who has faith. And so that's a slightly different Greek word, but pistueo. Uh, same root. Same root. <laughs> yeah. But but it's more the belief part. I like yeah. your guys' translations better than everyone yeah. who 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 believes. Mm-hmm. And then we've. We touched on it last week. To whom first? Right. To the Jew to the first. To the yeah. Jews then first. The God's Gentile. chosen people. Right. And then to the Greek or to the Gentile. And we really bring that out this week in the sermon of just that that that's what that was that's what brings out the unashamedness of Paul, the the confidence he has in the gospel. Right? Because he knows one, it's God's gospel. Mm-hmm. Right. It belongs to him. We talked about that yes. last week that man, this is God. And he said, I'm unashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God, right? And that's the other part, just that. This is God, and this is His power, and this is not mm-hmm. man-made, and this That's is right. Exactly it belongs right. to Him. But it's also it's this for everyone who believes. The gospel is an invitation to mm-hmm. everyone to believe in Jesus, no matter who you are, where you're from, what you look right. like, what you speak, what wherever. Yeah. It does not matter what pleases the Lord is faith and yes. mm-hmm. coming to Jesus in faith. Yes. I, I believe that to Paul is like, man, I can boast in that because, yeah. like, yeah, it's exclusive in the sense that 
you got to believe. Right. But it's unexclusive. It's inclusive in the sense that it is for everyone, he says, everyone right. who believes. Yes. Um, and and it, it is also, man, it's the righteousness of God to be yeah. revealed that we're made right with him. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what what better thing to boast in, right? Mm-hmm. you know, than yeah. something that is everybody in the world can hear this message the same, right? That you can be made right with God mm-hmm. if you come to faith in Jesus yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. I can boast yep. in that. That's right. You know? And yeah. it is for everyone. It, 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 in uh, chapter four, we'll get to the, the case of Abraham, which, mm-hmm. which he's talking about. He's going to use Abraham's uh, faith, actually, is what yeah. he's going to be talking about, his faith that has justified him. Right. But, but the promise to Abraham was that through him, yep. not just the Israelites, right. but that the all, all of mankind yeah, would be saved, would be blessed. Yep. 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 Number of sands on the sea, right? Right. Like, or seashore, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, so yeah, so the, so it's for everyone first for the Greek and then I'm sorry first for the Jew and then also for the Greek or the Gentile, right? And, then and verse, I, love, oh, yeah, sorry. I love that it says to everyone who believes like mm-hmm. that's the only requirement. It's not you have to stand on your head and whistle Dixie or you've got to mm-hmm. you know climb this mountain ascend yeah. this you know whatever. Mm-hmm. But it is or go to Sunday school get right. all the <laughs> right. stars give a certain amount. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's not that it that is the requirement. Belief. And he says faith from first to last in verse 17. First, which I think I take to mean it begins with faith, it continues in faith, it yes. ends in faith. It's always that. It's That's always exactly I trust Jesus. Right. Right? Paul would the say later to the Galatians, that. Oh, you foolish Galatians, yeah. you start in you the spirit and then you end and, up in works. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't change. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. do good things for sure. We should mm-hmm. out of our gratitude and love for Christ. But Absolutely. It's, it's faith to faith. I love the way That's he puts right. that. First mm-hmm. to last. So yeah. Let's get to 17 then. So yeah. uh, it's uh, this. Uh, not ashamed of the gospel, mm-hmm. power of God for mm-hmm. salvation to everyone. And salvation is not a, uh, just the moment you're saved. Right. 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 When Paul uses salvation, he's generally always talking about, uh, yes, the moment of being saved, justification, sanctification, which is another fun church word of just right. growing in what he calls the obedience of faith. Yeah. So you're growing more and more like Christ all the way to glorification when you're finally yeah. the resurrected body and you're, you know, fully complete and with Christ. Um, that's when he. That's what he talks about when he, yeah. when he mentions salvation to the yeah. Jews. It was always that way, right? The Jews never had this moment of saved. Right. It was well, you're saved when it's when it's all said and done. <laughs> right. That's when you're saved. So. Yeah. And I love in First Corinthians. I was thinking about this as we were talking. Just that unashamed. He he says a very similar thing about the power of God in First Corinthians chapter one, mm-hmm. and he says verse eighteen for the message of the cross. And he's talking. There's the center of the gospel, right? It's right. the cross right. of Jesus. He says the message of the cross is foolishness. To those who are perishing, yeah. But to us who are being saved, and you just said that it's not mm-hmm. just a moment, but it's a life of faith, right? Being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, "I will destroy the wisdom of the wise; the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate." And then he goes on just this whole part about kind of the Jewish and the Greek ideas. To, to basically to the Greeks, it was foolishness because yes. they were all about wisdom and right logic, yeah, logic. And to the Jews, it was weakness, right? right? So Paul's like. What what the Jews consider weakness and what the Greeks consider foolishness, I boast in this and I'm unashamed of this and right, it, because right. I know it's the power of God the and this power. is how God works. Yeah. You know that He takes and He says this. He like He takes what the world calls foolish and weak and makes it the center of history right. yeah. and salvation yeah. and rightness with God. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's that salvation. The gospel is the power of God for salvation. Yeah. Um, to everyone who has faith or everyone who believes mm-hmm. the Jew first to then to the Greek for in it the gospel, the gospel right uh, for in it the righteousness of God the righteousness of God here we are again the same mm-hmm. phrase we're going to see over and over the being 
the, the God um, being made right with God is one thing. Right. God can all, only be always made right with himself. Right. right? So it's not like uh, the source of the righteousness is, is a perfect source. Right. Right. So we can't, that we can never on our own have that kind of righteousness right. apart for apart from God doing something right. to impart exactly. or there's other language that we might get into, but how in which we would become right. Yeah. But so, so for in it, for in the gospel, the righteousness, righteousness of God is revealed. Like you were saying, Kurt, it's now we see it. Yep. Mm. It was somewhat hidden in the Made Old Testament. Manifest. It's now yes. everyone can see yeah. that it is Christ and it's revealed through faith for faith, or, or your version said, my the NIV first says from, faith from first to last. Um, I think says, the yeah. ESV from faith for faith. Is that ESV. ESV from mm-hmm. faith for faith. From yeah. faith for faith. It's an it's an interesting faith to phrase. Faith. <laughs> right. Faith yeah. To faith. yeah. Faith to faith. Uh, as it is written, and then we have this quote comes out of nowhere. Uh, as it is written, <laughs> yeah. the one back who it. is yeah, back at <laughs> two four yeah, the right the one who is righteous will live by faith. Mm-hmm. Now. We've, we've talked a little bit about the righteousness of God. We've talked about it being revealed. Um, for a second, maybe we'll talk about faith to faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, faith to faith to faith. Baby! Um, <laughs> that an actual song? Yeah, I George Michael. That. Yeah, I don't know that one. No. I don't know if what? he was talking about... Way younger Romans than you guys. <laughs> 117. <laughs> Such a baby. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And George Michael was in a band called Wham! back in the 80s. Um, so yeah, the faith to faith. And then as it is written, maybe... Maybe just a second, we can talk about Habakkuk 2.4, um, <laughs> because this being the thesis, mm-hmm. right. in a sense, the, the whole book of Romans, this letter to the Romans, and this is what we're going to be explaining, Paul's explaining, why use Habakkuk and why this small little phrase of the one who is righteous will live by faith, or um, what does your translation say? Uh, the mine. righteous shall live by faith. The righteous shall, yeah. shall live, live by faith, faith. yeah. Yeah. So why? Why does he pull that in here? I think it's, it's fulfilled through the gospel. The righteous shall live by faith mm-hmm. because even though we see in the Old Testament, Abraham, mm-hmm. it was his belief, mm-hmm. the Jews didn't live that way. The Jews lived under 613 laws mm-hmm. <laughs> that they tried to keep perfectly. Um, and so with them... It was more like the righteous shall live by works, mm. like do what you're supposed to do. And, and, but in Habakkuk, it says the righteous shall live by faith. Well, that doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. It's fulfilled in Jesus Christ because you are made righteous mm-hmm. through your faith in him. And so it's, it's a fulfillment of what Habakkuk was saying. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Do you have anything to add there, Kirk? I mean, that's not really. That was, I mean, yeah. It, it's uh, a the, the in the word there in the uh, ugh, Septuagint uh, the the Greek version of the Old Testament um, is again pistis. It's mm-hmm. that the the righteous will live by faith or faithfulness or mm-hmm. maybe even in a faithfulness of someone else potentially. Um, so this is easily could be looked at as um, the righteous shall live by the faithfulness that Christ has done what he was supposed to do, mm-hmm. or the faith that we also have in that he's done everything he's supposed right. to do, but all those kind of working together. I, some people might try to parse it out, and, and you know, it's all, all only thing that happened is Christ's work, yeah. which, well, yeah, that's, he's the only one who did that. I couldn't do mm-hmm. that part. Right. 
but what's my part to play in it? Right. Did I believe that what he did yeah. is all yeah. of that? So to me, it's kind of wrapped up together, yeah. this, to, mm-hmm. to experience this righteousness of God. It is then to have that righteousness is something we believe in faith mm-hmm. and then walk in that faith, right? right? So that's the allegiant part or the faithfulness yeah. part right. is that not only will I just believe it, but my actions will then yeah. show that I'm allegiant to Christ the King. Right. right, and I and I definitely think too that sometimes I I think we get kind of with this faith about Christianity where it's um, we just have faith in the just what he did on the cross, right, or whatever, right. It's just sort of the past action mm-hmm. right. um, that he died or and that he rose again. Maybe just that part, but I, I do and I do think it's more than that. It's it's certainly that obviously, mm-hmm. right. But there's more like he because he did rise from the dead and he is now reigning as Lord and he will also return and there is future glory. I think Romans does a great job of opening all of this up to us. Right. So it's not just faith in a past thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's faith in the past and the present and the future yes. realities of Jesus and all that he is. Right. right. right? That we have faith in him right. completely. Yeah. Right. Like we again, we are sitting on, resting on, standing on, boasting in, right. trusting in. Yes. All that Jesus is and has done and will do. Yeah. Right. And yes. um, which is just beautiful. So I, I think that helps us too, as you're talking about, like living in this. It's not just like, oh, I believe a thing. I believe a fact about the past. Right. It's it's yes, I believe that, and it changes my life. And I currently and am still. And he, Paul even uses that, like we're being saved. Like yes. I'm I'm walking in this salvation yeah. through faith mm-hmm. in, in who Jesus is and who he still is and what he's right. going to do. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Trusting all of the the promised activity yeah. mm-hmm. in our lives. Yeah. That he will be our comforter, that yeah. he will be our refuge, that he will like all of the things that he has promised, having faith in that yep. mm-hmm. and walking it out. Mm-hmm. That's how we cannot be ashamed mm-hmm. because yeah. we we live in it. We walk it. It, it. it is the foundation on which our lives rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. 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 Like I believe that he died on the cross and rose. I also believe Matthew 10, 32, that he is going to like where he says that that's back to that. Like, I will not be ashamed of him. Right. Like, he says, I will not be ashamed. I will confess you before my father in heaven. Yes. Right. I have faith in that. Yes. That's crazy that's right. to think about, but that's yeah. a future thing. Yeah. So there's faith right. in future Exactly. Like future activity, future promise. And then he's returning. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like I have a hope for a future. Yes. Like this we're gonna is get not new bodies. We're gonna yes. be resurrected from the dead. We're gonna be glorified yes. with yeah. nothing dies. No roadkill, guys. No roadkill. <laughs> yeah. I hate roadkill. It's so, so sad. So then then how does it make us live? And maybe I'm jumping to Romans twelve and thirteen already, but <laughs> well, but we've got to apply. We gotta we be wanna apply each yeah. time as we go through this, we wanna draw something out of it. And I think a common uh, misconception, and we can all fall into this trap, is that there's faith and there's works, and there's somehow there's just polar opposite, right? Like, I just believe, and I'm saved, and that's it. I don't have to ever have any sort of lifestyle yeah. right. that looks like Christ right. or becomes more like Christ. Or um, I want to be saved, and so I'm going to work really hard and do a lot of good things until finally He sees me and accepts me. Right. And it's like, it's not it's not those pol- it's just not that black and white and that easy to just separate right if i have a faith that has the power to save mm-hmm. then it should my 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 lifestyle my actions should be a reflection of that and that's where i would go with some of this faith language being faithfulness right to what he has done for me so that it's not just death burial resurrection yeah i believe that Mm-hmm. Right. But I walk every day That's right. that I believe that. Yes. And I'm showing that. The same way you, you talk about the chair. You have a faith that chair will hold you. I was thinking you. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
But until you right. sit in that chair, right. you're not proving that you're, yeah. you're not faith. Like, you're not why faith am I not falling on the floor? Is it because the chair is holding me up or is it because I sat in the chair? Right. It's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. To yes. Both. And, yes. But it's the chair doing the work of holding yes. me up. That saves me right. and the salvation thing. <laughs> but I, yeah, I got to actually put the faith into action or it wouldn't make any sense anyway. You know, right. it doesn't even, mm -hmm. there is no faith there. Yeah. And, and this is James where, you know, yeah, that's right. obviously yes. our faith in Jesus, we are justified by faith. However, if our faith has no action that bears itself out in obedience, then the faith doesn't exist in the first place. That's exactly yeah. right. You know there is a fire in the fireplace because they smoke coming out the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? There's real yeah. evidence, real That's fruit. right, yeah. I guess it was, uh, it's like the, Christ will, uh, you know, Paul will go on to say that the law is beautiful and holy. Right. But it wasn't what was doing the saving work. That's exactly right. right. There's a, a faithful, right. um, a faith in the one who, provided the law in a sense, yeah. you know. Yeah. Which is another crazy part of Romans that we'll get to of just the law makes us conscious of sin. And really that was its, you know, like, yeah. yes. oh, goodness, right. mind-blowing of, oh, right. it didn't actually save me. It right. showed me sin and my imperfection and my need for a exactly. Savior. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. law weakened by the flesh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But then he almost says it'd be better to just not even know it. Right. Like if you didn't know it, right. it's then like you you're right. less accountable That's to exactly it. That's exactly right. Yeah. But you still have a conscience in the law of God written on your heart. That's Gentile, exactly. So yeah, don't try to. Yeah, nobody's with we're it. jumping yeah, ahead, we're but man, it's, yeah. Paul really covers his bases in yeah. this in this letter. He does very thorough. Well, let's let's jump to some of our reflection questions that that may help us um, put this into action. Yeah. Um, we have two for today, and the first one is just we were talking about the gospel and what it is. And so how is the gospel, first of all, just the power of God for salvation? How is it that? And then have you seen this reality in your own life and faith? Like, have you seen that power? And if you have, we'd love to hear a story about it. Yeah, again, for me, just as I as I hear that phrase, I mean, I can't help but again, just looking at how Paul explains it in chapter one of it being the power of God for salvation, again, that it is it belongs to him. It's salvation for everyone who believes. You know, I mean, that's right. power. Right. That's power literally to save everyone who believes. And that's amazing. Um, and it is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith that it it has the power to do the one thing that we most need, make us right with God. Yeah. You know, to give us relationship with the almighty, holy, perfect creator of our souls and all the universe. That we can't do for ourselves, right? And that's real power. Yeah. Um, again, that literally changes and gives us the answer to our greatest, greatest, deepest need. Now mm -hmm. we don't always, uh, we we don't understand that until we see the gospel and know Jesus that that is our greatest need. We right. think our greatest need is you know whatever money and comfort and whatever <laughs> right. food. health yeah. and food. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's righteousness. It's our right. greatest need, and so. If that being is right with God, being yeah. right with God, if it can it sounds meet, like a tricky word when we say yeah. it, but it's if it can meet your greatest need, is it not the most powerful thing that exists? Right, right? I, yeah. I would say that. Yeah, so that's yeah. where I go in my head. First of all, it's just that's amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, any, yeah. any thoughts? I, about? I think of two things. I think of when I was saved, um, hearing that story mm -hmm. that there's a God who loves me enough to sacrifice Himself. Mm -hmm. Um, and knowing that no matter what my past looked like, cause I was, I was not a great person before I was saved, but knowing, um, the mercy and the grace of God and it was for me, um, was powerful. Just mm. the, the, that story was powerful, but it didn't end there because it's like, I tell the students, like God changes our want tos. So it's not yeah. just like, yeah. okay, well you get to go to heaven. Fantastic. Keep living your life the way that you want to mm -hmm. live it and keep it moving. 
but he actually changes us. I, I tell the kids like scrubby bubbles, like he, he cleanses us from the inside out. He starts changing the things that we delight in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He changes the things we want to That's do with our lives. Power. Yes, it's crazy. <laughs> it's great. To change one's motivation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yes. Change your heart. Ezekiel power. opens that up a lot for us about oh, God's yes. giving us a new heart. Yeah. So you know, how we've seen it flesh out, I mean, I think we could all probably share stories of either from our own lives, certainly doing youth ministry a long time. I mean, seeing so many young people and students that kind of come to that. That's what's cool about youth ministry. Like you see maybe a middle schooler, that high schooler for the first time really begins to understand this. Right. Had a conversation with a young lady just last summer, and she, that was for her, it was kind of like her eyes were opened to the beauty of the gospel. I mean, I remember her coming to me and just, she starts talking about it and she's just weeping, like just crying her eyes out. And it takes her a minute to even compose herself. And her, the only reason she was crying, she said it, she was like, these are happy tears. And she goes, I cannot believe that that's true for me. Yes. Like that, that, that he would do that yes. for me. And that he would be willing to forgive. Exactly. Like that's what Because she crazy. knew herself. Right, yes. and that's what the gospel does for us too. It introduces us to us. You know? Exactly, Paul introduces us to us, chapters yes. one through three, and then the the but God, even though you are whatever, right? But God, mm-hmm. and the power of that truth yeah. when you see that, like you just said, that oh my goodness, that He would remove our sins from us as far as the east is from the west, that He would not even remember them anymore, as Scripture tells us. Right, that He would wash us white. As Snow Isaiah talks about, we get this white robe. Revelation yes. brings that imagery back right. in. We get this white, pure, clean robe in the end of there. There is no default. There, there, there's no fault in you. There's no defect in you right. anymore in the eyes of God. Right. That is powerful. And yes. like, anyway, so yes, I mean, I've seen that in my own life. And I've seen the power of a changed life, mm-hmm. I guess, is where I'm going with that. When, yeah. when, when you see the gospel connect in somebody's heart and mind. Mm-hmm whether you're your own or anybody else, and how that has the power to change motivation, yeah. change heart, change and desire. Paul soften. is an example of yeah. it. Oh, if anybody's yeah. oh, an example of it, the guy yeah, who persecutor is killing church. Christians yes. and to, to being killed himself for Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's yeah. power. That is power. Yeah, and, and for me, like I, I probably just grew up thinking, I mean, I was a pretty good moral kid. Like right. I thought I was following rules and stuff, and I thought I was pretty good compared to everybody else. Right? <laughs> right. Compared to yeah, oh, things aren't so bad. And then to to read in Romans that that's not going to save you. Right. Like wait a minute, whoa! But I've been pretty good. Like what what reason do you have to to banish me forever? Yep. Like oh well, you don't know Jesus. Like he's the one who's done the work. You're, yeah. You're going through some motions over there, sure. But what is your motivation? Yeah. Well, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want people not to, you know, whatever. Right. And it's not because a, a heart devoted to to living a, a life of righteousness, the righteousness of God, because Christ has made that available for me. You know, yeah. like I just okay. I didn't think I didn't think I was going to a bad place. Yeah. <laughs> and you read this, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I got <laughs> right. I I have a problem too. Yeah. That it can only be solved by Christ yeah. and uh, the work. Like of... the disciples asked Jesus, "Who then can be saved?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, gotta be perfect. Well, who's and that? He literally says, "With God." That's possible. Only with God, right? right? It's impossible exactly right. with men, and it's mm-hmm. only possible with God. So. Well, that's a great bumper sticker, right? Because it's with, um, with, with, God, pro- all with God, all things are possible. Yeah. And you're like, wait, oh, yeah, it means I can jump yeah, off yeah, this yeah, mountain yeah. and fly or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's not what he's talking about. I can do all things for God. He means yeah. the fact that <laughs> yeah. anyone goes to heaven at all is right. insane. Right. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you know? it's only possible with God, <clears throat> yeah. if you really get it. Because it, you, you, it's like you're, oh, I'm a pretty good person. I'm pretty, you know, I do. It's like, oh. You know, you read Romans, and again, you, you oh, even my my pride and my goodness 
is an abomination right. and and yeah. treason against yes. God, yeah. thinking right. that I've done something for myself and right. that makes me dead in sin. You know, <laughs> right. it might be. I worse. can't be saved. There's that, no way. Yeah. It's for worse than murder, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like it, you murder, you did it one time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Pride, you're living it every day. <laughs> yeah, like all day long. Yeah. I'm just killing myself yeah. all day long. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Turn a phrase. Answer, yeah. yeah. The Apostle Paul in Philippians 3, that's a great example of what you're talking about, too. I was this, 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 and this. Yeah. All good things, perfect, all, right. you know, awesome. And I knew, you know what I mean? He's like, I knew I, that it meant nothing. Right. Apart Filthy from the rags. righteousness that is by faith yes. in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. I count it all as... I count it all as rubbish, yes. is what he says. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wait, you know what he really yeah. says. I know. Poo-poo. Yeah. That's what he really says. All right. Our second reflection question then is, how might your life look differently today if you truly lived like Paul, and that is unashamed of the gospel? Yeah. Would anything change? Like if you were completely, which we we say we are, right? right? Yeah. So if we push all the chips in and we say we're not, like not storing anything back here, pushing all in, it, not ashamed, what would look different? I wrote that question. I don't like it. <laughs> um... I mean, honestly, there. Yeah, I would say I'm unashamed of the gospel, and I do love the gospel, and I love Christ. Um, but certainly, there's parts of my life that I hold back, um, opportunities I miss of sharing it with somebody, yeah. whether a family member, friend, or stranger. Um, I don't know. I mean, gosh, I, I I do. I think about Paul. I think about Peter. I think about the apostles, and or just martyrs you hear about over this, and it had to be a martyr, but people who really have sold their lives out to the Lord. Um, we probably all know someone in our own personal life that we're like, that person is unashamed of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I could live like So I think for me, probably sharing the gospel more, um, being a lot more proactive and taking steps to even make, find opportunities for that, um, which has been, and I will say, it's been a prayer of mine lately of just Asking the Lord for more opportunities to do it. Um, anyway, that's the first thing that kind of pops in my head. Yeah, but. yeah, that's the same thing that I was thinking. Just um, not only just sharing it with the people in my life already, but looking for opportunities, yeah. mm-hmm. praying for hey, or, or even baking a cake and taking it over to the neighbor. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Hey, just want to introduce myself and just open up those opportunities mm-hmm. for conversation. Um, I mean, you, you think if I really, if I really believe that this person is going to eternal hell forever, if they don't know this, like, wouldn't, mm-hmm. wouldn't we be taking every opportunity to go, <laughs> I just have to tell you something real quick and not be a loon about it or anything, but, but like, I, 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 I don't do mm-hmm. that. I don't. But it's even like, be a loon if you got to, yeah, yeah, a little bit, that, you know, they were. That's right. right. That's kind of that yes. unashamed part is just, yeah, yes. I look stupid sometimes. Right. I'm sure. Right. So. Right. But we being okay with it. Yes. <laughs> if we got to be. Like, yes. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, not wanting to yeah. be. Well, I was thinking of some people like on the square <laughs> yeah. that are telling me, you're going to hell, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I know. Yeah. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> right. Your tactic might be a little <laughs> right. difficult sure. and right. off putting. Right. That's part of it too, I think, you know, as we learn to be more and more unashamed, less and less ashamed right. of the gospel. Right. Um, doing the hard work, you know, and the little things well in our lives of getting to know people better Mm -hmm. and taking time with people that gives you the relational leverage to speak into those lives as well. You know what I mean? I think, um, so I speak as a preacher, it's easier to speak to masses 
kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, yeah. faceless Matt, because right. it's just a crowd. It's a crowd. Right, right. Versus one-on-one with And it's with a somebody. principle, right? right. <laughs> like I'm teaching you a thing yes. instead of a... Yes, versus yeah. one-on-one and getting to know a person and mm-hmm. being with them in their life, doing life with right. them and walking alongside and living out the gospel. Right. Because that's not, it's not just sharing it, talking about it, it's right. living it out. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a part of it too, just being consistent in our lives, I think. Mm-hmm. If I was less ashamed of the gospel as God sanctifies me in that, right. learning to really live according to yeah. it. Not, yeah. uh, Paul says in a lot of his letters, I know in Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians, he says, like, live a life worthy of the gospel, right? right? worthy of the message you've yeah. received. So mm-hmm. that's part of it too. Yeah. yeah. And and if you slip and fall, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean, okay, well, now I can't share the gospel. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, it's like, I think uh, D.L. Moody, who said that the gospel is like a roaring lion. Right. All you have to do is just open the cage. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like You just right. open the cage yeah. and let it do Truth its yeah. thing. Truth itself, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't have to And have even those kind of like, repentance is part of the gospel and forgiveness right. is part of it. Being unashamed of that and like, yeah. I messed mm-hmm. up, and but I know, yeah. I'm going to boast in that too. It's right. not that I messed up. I'm going to boast right. in his forgiveness and grace. What Paul did, in his weaknesses. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Good. What well, about you? I, I just, I don't want to be ashamed of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't want to be. I, I want to be proud of the gospel. Yeah. And, uh, and that being, um, to, to, to not have shame is to not think about how you feel about it. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Like how it affects me when I speak it. Because it's not even me. I'm just going to tell people, yes, yep, um, you're going to live a life apart from uh, Christ or God forever, lest you know Him and trust Him and believe in Him and walk in faithfulness. And that's that's a hard message, yeah. but it's good news. It is the gospel that yeah. there's exactly. a, God has made a way where you can avoid that. Mm-hmm. He's made the, it was his plan from the get go. Right is is that he was going to pr- provide uh, a propitiation. Yeah. A, a, right. He was going to provide a, an atoning sacrifice yeah. for our sins if we would just believe and then walk in that faithfulness. And like I'm, I say right now, I'm proud of that gospel. Yeah. But I want to walk out of here and be just as proud of that gospel right. to the lady who's going to cut my hair on Friday or the, you know, yeah. the, somebody I run into in the, the, the grocery store, just relationships that I have now that I intentionally made to share the gospel <laughs> right. and still haven't shared the gospel. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's holding me back from doing it? Yeah. Some sort of shame, right? Yeah. And resting in the fact that it's the power of God for salvation. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. It's it's not us. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't rest on us. Right. It's not like oh, I'm gonna mess it up and blah, blah blah. It's like it's his power. It's his story. We just share it, and and that's we're done. Like mm-hmm. the, our our obedience is done once we are, have shared it and mm-hmm. have um, you know live it out certainly, but also have shared it. Like it's his power that speaks through it and moves or doesn't. Mm-hmm. Man, how amazing mm-hmm. would it be? And I'm just gosh, just thinking, just thinking about us at Eastridge, you know, being part of the church, the big yeah. church, but here in our little corner of the world in Covington, Georgia, and, you know, Jasper County, Newton County, wherever we're at. But Hollywood of the South. Right. Exactly. How, uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't undersell like, this. How incredible would it be? How incredible would it be if we were a church known more for being unashamed of the gospel than good music or right. nice people even right, or right. a cool atrium or whatever else right. we may be known for? Yeah. Um, even, even serving our community. Like, what if... Even that, but it was part of the when people thought about us as people of God. Yeah. They thought, look, I don't know a whole lot about them, but I do know 
they're not ashamed of that gospel thing that they talk <laughs> right. about. Right, they share it. If because you they tell so me enough, all the time. And they, yeah. Honestly, like, yeah. I can live with that, Yeah, you know, as a pastor yeah. of this church. Too, no, think, hey, y'all do a lot of cool stuff. We're people that are unashamed of the gospel. Yeah. 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 yeah, we can do a lot of cool stuff for sure, but yeah. but that's that, not what we want to be known by. That no, man, that's yeah. I think that's a goal for us yeah. to strive for as a church. And I think it, like you were saying earlier, there is some work. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, one of the things that we were talking about for VBS was just training every single volunteer on the Romans Road or or whatever the yeah. a plan of salvation, right? Because sometimes, right, um, we stop short of going all in and sharing the gospel because we're like, Oh, we're not going to get the, you know, the order of the verses, right. <laughs> or whatever. And, and so it, it stops us mm-hmm. from moving forward with that, from, from, from talking to a neighbor who needs help and just saying, listen, I, can I just share this with you? I just want to go from start to finish, just share this with you. But we stop short and go, Oh, you know, maybe you should come to church with me. <laughs> we don't, maybe you hear the gospel there. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. And my but, preacher tell you the gospel. Right. <laughs> but like do it, practicing, mm-hmm. like finding a friend and Hey, we're going to practice. You're, you're, you're a heathen. And I'm going to say, share the gospel with you. <laughs> um, yeah. And just making sure that we're prepared so that when God brings opportunity, mm-hmm. we're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in John three sixteen is not a tough verse to memorize. We, right. most of us even know it yeah. by yeah. heart, you know, and that's the, the, that's pretty that's much it. the core of the gospel, yeah, isn't it? Right. Yeah. You've quoted Romans 8, 1 a bunch of just, there's yes. no condemnation. Who in their right mind wouldn't want to hear exactly. that they're not condemned in their sin? Now, there's right. people who don't even believe sin is a real thing or whatever. Like, there's work to be done, right. sure. Most people at least understand I'm not yeah. perfect. They do something right. bad, they feel bad about yeah. it. And right. they probably believe in some sort of God that they need. I, 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 all I'm saying is I just think there's more open doors there than we might think yeah, there that's are. that's right. Where right. people are willing to go, oh... Like you have a thought on how I could have a relationship with whatever God exists right. or something. Right. You know, I think there's room for conversation that yeah. we'd probably be surprised if mm-hmm. we're more willing to share it. The yeah. li- I like that. And just let the lion have the cage. Yeah. The gospel, I've yeah. heard it said the gospel works best when we let the gospel do the work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, that's not about me figuring it all no. out and having it perfectly yeah, said. Yeah, so trying but to be super logical. Yeah, mm-hmm. let the gospel share work. The gospel. It is, it is it the is. power of God for self. It's a great memory verse for this week. Yeah. Romans 1, 16 and 17. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm God. not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of oh, God yeah. <laughs> for salvation for everyone who has faith, yeah. whoever believes. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, lots of stuff to, to talk about. Def- definitely want to see you at church, uh, East Campus or South Campus. Uh, be present. Where, where, like uh, Kurt was saying last week, you want to hear all of this in its totality. You, you don't want bits and pieces of it or it's going to feel like really heavy at times or what, what are we talking about so try to be present if you can't uh, definitely do eastridge.church slash romans and you'll get all the access uh, you'll have access to all of the sermon videos along with the after church podcast uh, the reflection questions and uh, actually a host of other resources uh, that will help you as you dig into romans so dig into romans uh, read it with us and uh, and let's keep doing this journey together all right see you on sunday <laughs> Jacob! He might have had to go. I don't know what. He might have. Oh, oh, it's yeah. 2.35. Yeah, he had to go. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what to do? <laughs> I know. Push uh, buttons. I'm not pushing the buttons. Yeah, I'm going to, to run. Press the round button oh. with a red circle in the front of the cameras. Also, something wow. else. I get it. I'll figure it out. Press the round button with a red circle on the front of the cameras.
round button with a red circle in front of the cameras. I'm, I'm guessing it'd be the power button. Something that looks like a power button. 